and welcome to today's podcast. It's Tuesday, September 14th, and today we hear the music that you're hearing. Um, <laughs> hello, hello, Alexandria. Hello. Are you telling me my TikTok is going to be taken down? Absolutely. <laughs> How come? If they, are as, if they are as touchy as everyone else says they are, because you said on it, send nudes, I guarantee it's going gonna, it's gonna to come down. That's like uh, that's like when I got banned, permanently banned from Tinder when I was like, uh, I'm only here to promote my OnlyFans, which wasn't a thing. <sighs> yeah. I, it, that... Like I thought that video out, and and I probably even could have spent more time editing it so the things would pop up. <laughs> it at was the right funny. Time. It's so fucking tedious, and I get it. Like a it generation, is. like Gen Z, instead of doing I don't know history, like you learned, um, what's the what's the video editing program? Like you learned that. Oh. Um... Oh, I don't remember. Adobe something. Adobe Premiere or something. Sure. So like, sure. Or, or like Apple Movies or something. Yeah. So it's second nature to you to knock those things out. But I don't even, like, especially doing that on the phone, it, it's tedious. So I was thinking the same thing when I, because before, obviously, like, I have enjoyed TikTok in phases. Like, I remember Philip and I were like, you losers on TikTok. Like, I'm never going to get a TikTok. And then I got one and I was entertained for hours and into the wee, like, early hour mornings. And then, um, then I, like, made a couple. And it wasn't any of, like, my face, really. But I'm like, okay, this is funny. Like, oh, look at me. I can be funny. But those couple that I made took me so long. I, I don't understand how people with all these transitions can do it. Like, I don't get it. Do, how do you do it? Somebody teach us, please. Yeah. Um, I don't think we'll go real long today. I'm waiting for, for Rush to snag me for some, some stuff. Um, but some things to get to, including a topic from yesterday. One fast, serious thing. Everything else is just kind of fun, lighthearted things. Um, you might have heard, but there was a suicide, I believe, last week in Sylvania. A 14-year-old kid... Um, hung himself mm. and Mm-mm. so you have not heard about it right so I saw some comments made by um, you know our community suicide prevention leader Jen, Wake- Jen Wakefield but I it was like a, I assumed that something must have happened based on what she said um, but I didn't see any news on it no I didn't see any information yeah. I, on it I, I wish this was I wish this was news it needs to mm-hmm. be um, just how we're attracted. I mean, I, we're, if it bleeds, it leads, but that's usually murder and crime and all that stuff. But, but these things have to be talked about, not because I think um, it will cause more, but it will actually right. prevent more because the more, and Sylvania, I believe, is notorious for this kind of thing. They sweep it under the rug. We don't talk about it. So that plants the seeds for the next kid to not reach out for help and ultimately wind up taking their life. I think one of the harder parts about like seeing youth that are struggling and that are having a hard time is we as adults remember that time. And like not, while we may not have all the same experiences as our younger generation has, like we've had many of the same. And so telling like one of the main things when I'm talking to somebody that's younger is I'm like, it will one, it will get better. And I mean it like I freaking mean it. It will get better. And then two, you will find your people. 
If you don't find your people now, you will find your people eventually. There are going to be some people into what early adulthood, maybe even your late teens, who you're going to interact with that are going to be just like you and you're going to feel community with them. You know, because, you know, a lot of young adults, um, a lot of youth struggle with it's their social circles and their peers and, and what's happening around them that causes a lot of the difficulties that they struggle with. And I think we've talked about this before, at least when I was a kid and when I was bullied and depressed, even though I didn't know that I was and I, I felt mm-hmm. like the hopelessness. You know, at least I, mm-hmm. I, I could go to the, I, could, I, I would go to the Y every day after school and play basketball or work out. I, I had good outlets, but there were times I was right. really down. But I didn't even like consider the thought of like when I was 15 years old in the same way that I couldn't conceive Facebook, I couldn't con- at that age. At that time, I couldn't conceive of suicide. And unfortunately, now it's it's clear and present. But talking about it, yeah, there will be some, some kids and people that follow through with it. But there will be many more than that that will be able to help because they know that it's okay to get help. Yeah, 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 exactly right. It's okay. And I, that's, it's rough. It's rough to see, see such young kids, you know, make those such irreversible decisions. Um, like that when they have such a life ahead of them. Yep. You know? All right, lighthearted stuff. Um, there was something over the weekend that I saw that a lot of people on the precipice of getting married, um, I, I guess it's twofold. One, people are having a hard time getting things on registry lists because of supply chain issues and whatnot. And a lot of mm-hmm. people that are getting married have a lot of debt for a variety of reasons. I'm guessing mm-hmm. most of it's school or house stuff. So they're like, just write me a check, which I guess in the past has been kind of frowned upon. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've never, I'm not, I haven't been to many weddings. I have written checks, but people would expect that from me. But I guess that's kind of frowned upon. And that's why we transitioned to wedding registries. But people now can get things handed down or over to them. You can have my toaster oven that I'm not using if you want. Um, people will acquire those things. They just want the money so they can take care of some debt. And you are going to be this person. Yeah. Like So previously, so you're right. Like it was frowned. That I mean, I was a lot younger and I still knew that it was frowned upon. And I don't understand why other than, you know, maybe... I don't know. Is it because people got married a lot younger, so they didn't have the things that they needed to make their house a home? Whereas like now people are getting married older or they're like at least cohabitating older, you know, earlier in their relationship. So they have acquired all of the things that they need. You don't really need a ton of stuff. I don't want my my like new initials monogrammed into a set of towels that are never going to get used. Knowing Thomas, he will use those towels to clean the shower. Like it just, you know what I mean? Like that's how this works. So I was, I'm totally that person where I said, where I say like, you know, we'll take some money because we want a home. We want to purchase a home and we know we're going to have to be a lot more competitive in this market than normal. We may want to go on a honeymoon and we just spent like all that money on a wedding and we're trying to purchase a home. So we realistically don't have money to go on a honeymoon for a long time. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? All of these factors are why I feel like we want, we would want cash, like a cash fund. They were previously called wishing well weddings. And so on the invitation, they would say, we're having a wishing well wedding, which means um, we would like you to, and they would, some people even had like literal, like a well, like the, the design of a water well, and you put the cards in the water, in that well, you know, like a card box. Um, and that became a little bit more acceptable over the last like 10 years, maybe. 
I get it. We can we, hell just you know forget about the check. Let's do just do PayPal and Venmo. Um, but one thing you said really jumps out to me. I think people are getting married older now. Um, and that could be 28, that could be 38. And by that point in your life, you have more stuff as opposed to like when maybe you just graduated college or maybe you, mm-hmm. you're still in college. So you need some of those household items. Um, but I thought it was rather interesting and, and something that was kind of frowned upon is now encouraged for a variety of reasons, as is usually the case why most things happen for a lot of reasons. And, but I, I really, honestly, like if you think about it and think about your parents and think about like your friend's parents, like those, how common was it to say we went to college and got married out of college? Out of college is 22 years old. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's really young. But so I'm going to tell you something about myself and don't you judge me. It was just something that I didn't know when I was a young adult. So in my 20s, 21, and I'm starting to go to weddings and I'm going by myself. I'm not going as a guest of my parents, like, you know what I mean? Or to like a family member's wedding. I did not know that it's kind of unacceptable to show up to a wedding without a gift. And I can tell you a couple people that I know personally that I went to their wedding and didn't bring them a damn gift, like didn't write a card. I just showed up like, (laughs) cause I didn't realize, like I know that people get gifts at weddings, but I'm, I'm just like, first of all, I was broke at the time, but I, I was also kind of like, okay, I'm coming. I, I really honestly and truly did not know that like, it is an expectation that if you attend that wedding, that you also need to supply some sort of gift. Like my presence is a gift is what I, I'm not even kidding. It's very Kanye of me, but my presence is a gift. And that was what I thought for a long time until I got older. And I was like, wait a minute, we have to get a gift. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't invite you to my mar- my bar mitzvah. Oh my God! I, I mean, my mom would have got it for you, but I don't. And that's that. I was also at that age where I was like 20 and 21, so I was making my own doctor's appointments and stuff. But like, I really did not know, and I feel badly. Some of them are no longer married, so whatever. But like, my girlfriend's having a bridal shower this weekend, and I'm like, fuck, this weekend, and I'm like, I gotta get a gift. Let me make sure I don't forget because it's just not, I don't know, maybe it's the young person in me or I don't go to a ton of weddings. I can't remember the last one I went to. Yeah. Do you? I mean, uh, the last wedding you went to? Uh, I yeah. I, I don't remember. Um, I feel like I would have told you. And I think I've been to like less than five weddings in my life, but I, I at least know to, know to bring a gift. Um, or it's I gotta, know, I'm a dickhead. It's, it's got to like equal, like you got to at least pay for your plate. <laughs> that's a really good way of thinking about it i wouldn't I, honestly i'm a dickhead i would not have known I, I just really did not know and i was young so i'll use my age as an excuse but i just really did not know um next up we're all trying to manage our subscriptions and really we've a lot of us have, have had various kinds of memberships for a long time like I've had a gym membership forever, but now our streaming subscriptions are stacking up and people are becoming more aware of them and they're churning in and out. Like I got another week and a half of HBO Max and then it's it's gone. And by the way, don't watch Malignant. Why? Is it terrible? So I texted Vinny the other night, Sunday night, and I'm like, Malignant, question mark. He's like, somebody said, somebody said uh, they told me, don't watch it, you'll hate it. And I trust Vinny almost implicitly. Um... I began to watch it. It's from James Wan, who I believe he's doing the second Iron Man. And I think he's done some Fast and Furious movies, but he's known for his horror. 
So it was like an homage or a modernized version of 80s horror movies. Freddy, Jason, Michael Myers, mixed Uh in with a little scream... And I made it through like 45 minutes of it and shut it off. It's not, wasn't my kind of horror movie. Uh, and then I'm not going to watch it either. If you didn't, like, if you feel like it wasn't worth it, I'm not going to do it. I don't, you know, I don't do those. Oh, so he, uh-uh, he produced The Conjuring. I mean, yes. he was a, uh, oh, those are some big time, like, horror films, like, nowadays. The Conjuring has got to be the most popular because they're on, like, Conjuring number 10. Yeah. Um didn't like it but uh, uh so i'll be getting rid of hbo max there was another subscription that that popped up in the news today that was like eh, that's interesting would you pay somewhere between five and ten dollars a month to uh for taco bell to get one free taco a day mm, if i don't get one taco a day can i get seven at the end of the week that's probably not how that's gonna work okay so no but I am I am interested. Can you think of any besides like meal prep things? Can you think of any food membership plans from like restaurants, places that we regularly go to now? Um, but no, not any kind of food membership. I mean, you have the Panera thing with your coffee. Right. Right. Um, what, what if like a, no. like just something that's popping in my head? Like, would I pay fifty dollars a month, and would they offer this? And that's the number that's just, would I pay $50 a month to get unlimited Mama Mary's or like up to, I don't know, there have to be some kind of thing, but there's who I probably order from most. And I wonder if more food places will incorporate things like that. That'd be kind of cool. I may do that. I mean, like I bet Thomas would pay 25 bucks a month for unlimited McDonald's. Or $30 a month for unlimited McDonald's. And I would encourage that. (laughs) Right. Because then that means you're only spending $30 a month minimum where you might spend like $250. I I don't know. Is there something that... uh, Maybe barbecue for me, like Famous Dave's or something. But I don't eat it enough. Something... It would have to... You're right. It would have to be something that I eat enough to to make the membership worth it. And I guess pizza wasn't even a great example... It, was, it wasn't a bad one, but I guess it's more appropriate for, like, fast food. Um, like Coffee. Could, co- yeah, could I do, like, a Dunkin' Donuts membership? Like, I'd have to take, like, a lower tier, like $10. No, wait, I already... No, I, I would probably do, like, $5. I don't, I don't know. I pay 9 for Panera, and I get... I go to Panera 15, 20 days a month. Um Dunkin' Donuts is out of my way, but maybe if I had the membership, I don't, I don't know. But it's it's something to consider because we are really in a subscription life now. Is there any like uh, stipulations to the Panera? Like, is nope. it um, uh, it's unlimited? Is it iced coffee or is it any cafe drink? Or I, I think it's black coffee or tea. I don't know about iced coffee. I have to check. Um, and I think you can get it like. Once every four hours. Um, not that they're going to. I like that. Not that they're going to stop. Yeah, yeah, I totally get my money's worth. And look, it's not the quality of Starbucks coffee. It, it's not Dunkin' Donuts to me. But for nine dollars a month, it's a great value. And I've made a friend over there with my friend Marissa, and they seem to have a lot of regulars. So it's it's well worth it. So ask, can you, the next time you, can you ask Marissa if there's any like restrictions to it? Cause I get, so this, I get an iced coffee with almond milk 
create like almond milk in it and Splenda and that's it. And if I could pay that $10 a month and just instead of going to Starbucks before work, I go just to Panera. I would totally do that. Like I would just, just totally do that. My Panera, unlimited iced and hot coffee, unlimited hot tea. Interesting. Is it just black or do they, like, I can't imagine that I get unlimited, but then they make me pay 75 cents for like creamer. (laughs) You know what I mean? It would have to include the fixings Um, just without syrup or something. I'll ask. Maybe it only involves like what they have out on the counter, which is like cinnamon and nutmeg and honey. I don't know about the creamer. I'll, I'll take a, I'll pay more attention tomorrow when I go, but. Yeah, it was when I saw Taco Bell. I was like, oh, and like the hook is, you can go get your one free taco a day. And if you're spending, even if you're spending five dollars a month, if you're going in for one taco, you're gonna buy more stuff. So they're making money. So if you're like a family, if you're a family and you you go to Taco Bell at least like once a week, and you have small children, maybe this is good for you. You're already going to Taco Bell, so why not add that extra free taco for your seven year old or your five-year-old or whatever but i don't know if that would make sense for me because i don't go or or, or really a lot of people because one free taco is not going to get more people in your drive-thru like it because it's just one taco right and nobody ever gets what that's why um when they for like the super bowl and the world series or the nba finals they do like steal a base steal a taco like yeah i mean it's great advertising and promotion but nobody ever yeah. goes to get one item. You're going to get your free no. taco. And, and I mean, it's a great promotion for them. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, good for them for thinking about it. They may start a wave. You know, if it was like a chicken sandwich from Popeye's, that would be very popular. You do, you do Starbucks every day? I have not in a while. But yes, like if I don't, if I don't pre-plan out my week and have like iced coffee in my refrigerator, then I'm going to go to Starbucks on Airport and Reynolds every day. Would you do $50 a month at Starbucks for unlimited? Probably, because I do, like, sometimes <laughs> I do, like, $6 in morning. <laughs> right. <laughs> and if you do, like, $6 times five days, plus Saturdays and Sundays when I go out, like, I still, even if I'm going to Target on a Saturday, I'm rolling over to Starbucks first to get my coffee to start the day. That's if I don't already have it in my house. This week, I did my grocery shopping like a responsible adult. So I have, although, is there some sort of grocery shortage that I don't know about or that we're not talking about? Because I there was like at least like five things on my list that were not there at either grocery store. Not not in Perrysburg and not in here in Toledo by, jo- by my job. I think yes is the answer. There's all kinds of shortages. Jesus. Damn it. Like th- my Starbucks iced coffee that I keep in the refrigerator is nowhere to be found. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm upset. And they didn't have my almond milk creamer at Kroger either. I was even more upset. Um, another money thing. I came across a tweet today, and it was a, uh, it was a Gen Z person, obviously. They had no idea before 9-11, there were no baggage fees. And now a baggage fee is like, that's like one night out. Um, did you know? You, you, you knew that, right? I did not. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it, it was like not inexpensive. It wasn't as expensive as it is now to fly before 9-11. Now, there are the obvious reasons that are still in play, like airline safety and whatnot. But there's also like businesses are going to business. They're, you know, they're going to push things and see how much money people are willing to pay. 
So I don't know if it was my age that was a factor in that or if it was just like my family's like socioeconomic status. I had not gotten on my first flight, like my first plane until I was 22 years old because we didn't have money to travel. Like we just did not. I didn't go to a lot of places um, all the way until I was like 18. And even then. Uh, like with my friends, we were driving places because I couldn't eat, like I was allowed to be by myself, but we couldn't afford to fly in the plane. So um, I, I just didn't know anything about air travel. Like Thomas and I were talking about that the other day. And he he said, why wasn't the cockpit locked? And I said, I don't think they locked the cockpit until after 9-11. Right. Like, I don't think that that was a thing until yeah. then. Yeah. So. And they were allowed to bring knives. You're allowed to bring knives on planes but until then. That's they 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 use box cutters. The terrorists use box yeah. cutters, right? Yeah, yeah. That they were legally bringing onto the plane. Yeah. Um. What was the other thing I wanted? Oh, so I don't have anything Met Gala associated other than the fact. Did you see Haley Steinfeld? No. What did she have on? You wouldn't recognize her. And mm-hmm. when I, I'm not saying that like she wore something out of character like you wouldn't you really you would have to take a microscope to her outfit to recognize that was her are you looking it up right now i am could you hear me t- oh i'm sorry who is that Haley steinfeld she looks like bb rexa yes uh, uh without like the ass without um, the ass thank you thank you for mentioning that yes yeah, she doesn't look any, like she is a dark-haired girl with um a unique-looking face. That's the easiest way I can say that. Uh, Vinny told me she's like part Asian. She, I think she's her mom is. Is like she? A, she's part Filipino. Um, I can see that. So that's why she looks a certain way. She didn't look anything like like anything, but somebody else in that Met Gala outfit that she got done up in with her like blonde pixie cut. Uh, well, the point of the Met Gala is costume, but this also doesn't fit the mold of what the theme was as I'm looking at it. She looks great, but it's almost scary because she doesn't look like herself. You're right. She looks like she could, she looks like Fergie. She looks like BB Rexa. She might look like, you know, she might be able to pull off a I don't know. She almost looks black with the blonde, like with the dark roots and the blonde hair. Yeah. She and look, like, you know what I mean? I, I know that the Met Gala is about being as bombastic and, and as over the top as possible. And th- that's fun. Like, I actually don't mind the Met Gala and all the things that that involves. But Haley Steinfeld, her bomb, her bombast was looking like another human being, not going over the top with some outfit. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. And she, she wins for that. She, you know, who else looked completely like unlike themselves, but still themselves? Billie Eilish. I was impressed. Let me look her up. I was really like, it was refreshing. I don't want to like put her in some kind of box, but good Lord. Oh, she looks right. Beautiful. I wasn't going to say that. Really? Well, besides, I mean, she had this soft dress, but then she still had like the heavy under eye makeup and like the angry face. But I thought she looked beautiful. Uh, she looks very like Marilyn Monroe-esque. Yeah, that was the point. And so I, she, her, go ahead. I, I just like the way she looks normally. I'm fine with her. Like she has great natural beauty. Mm, what she wore to the, now look at what she wore to the VMAs. 
Just Google it. <laughs> the, sorry. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Like, who is this? She a librarian? Like a, she looks like Adele. <laughs> <laughs> don't you give Adele more credit than that, damn it. Uh, I mean, she looks fine. I mean, I don't... So pos- she... Her Met Gala outfit reminded me of like when you expect Lady Gaga to be wearing meat and bunnies on the red carpet and then she just comes out in just this gorgeous gown and looks <gasps> Oh my like, god. What? Sorry. Norm Macdonald died. Who? Norm Macdonald? He Hold was on. a he was a big SNL dude in the uh in the 90s. No, he did not. Yeah. He did not. <gasps> Oh no! How did they say how? Uh, cancer. Please don't be like. COVID. Oh my gosh! I know Norm Macdonald. His voice is unforgettable. You can hear him and know who that is without seeing him. Yeah, he had incredible, like an incredible snarky delivery. I always enjoyed him. I hope he hasn't done anything awful. Um, no, nope, he's been quietly battling cancer for nine years. Wow! Look at that, and all these these, and good for these people for like do celebrities doing things quietly. Like we talked about privately with um, Stanley Tucci, and I didn't know that Jeff Bridges yeah. had cancer either. I did know that. So, I don't well, know how I found that out, but I did know that out. That that was I did know that out. Jesus mm. Christ, Alex! I did know that. I know. I'm talking too fast. My brain's not working. Um. All right. Would you have wow. any other? Did you follow any other Met Gala stuff you want to talk about? Uh, and, uh, so everybody is curious who Kim Kardashian's. Um, so first of all, I'm only discussing this because everybody else is curious. I could give a damn about Kim Kardashian's sheet of like she, she's now she has now morphed herself into just a black person. Please look this up if you haven't already seen it. She wants to be black so bad. She just oh, yeah. put it all over her body. <laughs> like She's just covered herself from head to toe. So good for you, Kim. Apparently she was with a guy that was dressed in the same way. Hold up. People were trying to make assumptions that it was Kanye, but it was not. Oh, sorry. So I saw a picture of the uh, monster from the Alien movie, and I actually believe that that's the way she was dressed. But <laughs> I'm sure it's close. Oh, she's I in mean, like... I, uh-huh. I, I want nothing to do uh-huh. with Kardashians. Nothing. Exactly. Nothing at she all. Just took, she just took black bed sheets and just put them all over her gave herself a horse ponytail and called it a day, like called it fashion. Um, it was, but it is like Donda-esque, if that makes any sense. So Kanye's like fashion shows and his concerts recently um, have had to do with like nothing on his, wearing the mask. Like we know that Kanye's been wearing a mask for a couple of months, I guess. And so it's still very much like Kanye influenced. Um, so everybody was making the assumption that that was who her date was. I don't know. I didn't really I, like I watched I looked at them at Gala Fashion. I know the theme was like uh, Americans, something American, America. So people were wearing like outfits that they felt like represented that, which I thought were I don't get how Kim's represented that. Also, Kendall Jenner's was just like the nude Megan Fox. So can we talk about Megan Fox really yeah. quick? I've been paying attention to her for the last couple of weeks maybe the last couple of days, especially since MGK like got into a, uh, almost a fight with Conor McGregor, which by the that. way, by the way, MGK cannot claim he's for, he is no East side wild boy wearing the clothes that he's wearing. Right. I'll just say that. Um, but Megan Fox is now his partner. They've been together. Like 
is this Megan Fox and who she is? And I know that people evolve. So like, let me also say that, but this is a huge evolution from her married to Brian Green and on Transformers with Shia LaBeouf well, and was, her wearing MGK's vial of blood around her neck. Well, like, I, I would say this is totally on brand for Megan Fox because I completely see um, her I body. Always, well, yes. I always thought she was um, out of Brian Austin Green's league. Um, mm-hmm. But he aged like... I lo- think he, I love Brian Austin Green. I mean, I don't know anything about him, but he's attractive. <laughs> he was... He looked wearied. Um, mm-hmm. He's older than me. He, he might be near 50 or whatever. Um, he looked wearied. And look, I mean, that's how the human ages... And sometimes Hollywood, when you're young, will will run you roughshod. Um, so I could totally. So her being with MGK is doesn't seem foreign considering her taste. I'll just throw this out. S- similarly with with Kim, and this doesn't mean that you're bad at the day to day stuff, but you're someone's mother. <laughs> So, oh my God, that's what I was thinking. Like that, I mean, it, it was one of those things where I'm just like, what? What is going on? Like the last, the outfit to the VMAs, the outfit to the Met Gala, like the VMA outfit was way more risky, but it was VMA, so it was acceptable. It was very like Rose McGowan and um, Marilyn Manson, like in the 90s. Like it was insane. And her body, I mean, she looked beautiful. I'm not hating but she is legitimately somebody's mother. And like, I love to look at outfits and stuff and I'll look from head to toe. I feel like she owns the same shoe in like 80 different colors. Like she's clearly clearly wearing a shoe that she sent off to get dyed in multiple colors, like old school style, like you're wearing a wedding shoe. But it just, I, I, like, what in the world? Like, don't you have a kid? And it is for me, to me, like it's not on brand for her, but it could be her brand. And the Brian Austin Green, Megan Fox was not on brand for her. So that's like, this could be her, but it is a little bit like, what is going on here? And we were just having this conversation the other day, trying to figure out who we felt like was a better fit for her or who is MGK trying to be like, cause it, it does remind me of like Marilyn Manson and it was Rose McGowan, right? Wasn't it yeah. when she wore that naked dress? Right. So it reminds me a whole lot of that couple. Yeah, to me, they're 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 each other's type. I forget who he was with before, but she has always leaned into her sexuality. And yes, there, she has. There's a time where she ripped Michael Bay, and I think they fixed that up. And I think she tried to become whatever kind of actress. She, uh, she wanted to be rather than people just buying into her looks. And then I think she decided Correct. to lean back into the sexuality. And look, I'm not taking away the, from the fact that she can be a completely loving, uh, compassionate mother, but you can't control other people. And you got to think, it's like when, if you name your kid like Titty Fucker or you name your kid <laughs> Leslie or if it's 2021 and you name your kid Larry or like Ashley has Tucker. Tucker's going to get called fucker a lot. Um, <laughs> like, you've got to think about how how is this going to affect my child? And while my child knows that I love them, the kids at school are going to be torturous. It's like, hey, I saw your mom's cooter on TV the other night. So, yeah, it's that, but it's also the things that interest them as a couple. Like I said, like, they were, I mean, I think that they, and I don't think that this is something 
to be done for the media. Like, I'm not saying that this is some sort of scheme to get more media attention. They were literally like they were wearing vials around their neck as necklaces and it was each other's blood. So she had a vial with his blood in it and he had a vial with her blood in it and they were wearing it around their necks as a necklace. They're like she openly talks about the fact that she feels like they were some sort of lovers in the past life or that she tripped out on acid and they were like you know what i mean and i'm just like holy who is this girl i think i think that was an angelina jolie thing with billy bob thornton but rose no they actually did that what i i guarantee you megan fox and and mgk actually did that with their blood oh i know but i think angelina jolie and billy bob thornton did that in the 90s too yes so whatever celebrities are going to be weird and regular people are weird i'm just more worried about like i think she has two kids with brian austin green and good luck at school if they're in school or when they get to school they will be teased about what their mother wore who and not like 18 year old mom like you're 30 something now whatever yeah, it's, it is interesting. But, I mean, thoughts on the Met Gala, though. There were a lot of, like, athletes there. Naomi Osaka was there representing. She looked a little weird to me. Um, Simone Biles was there. Um, just, it was it was all right. It was fine. It, so, you know. Naomi, Naomi Osaka, is okay to go out in public again? She couldn't not go out. I don't think the problem was ever her being out in public, Eric. She, you, she, is, she pinched a nerve with you. You have to admit that. So there's some nerve that was pinched in you with the Naomi Osaka battle. Like she never had a problem with going out in public. And she and she also openly talks about her love of fashion. Like I think she participates in some um, labels in their fashion shows and et cetera. Like she is she has a part in the designs. Um, So she does. She's been known to like enjoy fashion along with tennis. She did touch a nerve. You have to do. She did. You have to do the shitty parts of your job. Um, It sucks. And I I have sympathy for some people, for her, if people cross the line in certain ways. But we all have shitty parts of our job, and, and we got to show up and do that job. Um, I mean, we'll have to agree to disagree. We, we can still affect change, absolutely, but... But her job's not the same as our job. Like my, like when I think about my job and the shitty parts of my job, it's not the same. She is her job. Like she is, she's the talent. She is what people want. And if she says, this is one of my requirements, like Mariah Carey wanting only yellow M&Ms, that's what she says. Like it it is, it's that she's the talent. She's the one you want, you know? Well, but she has power. Like we talked about before, she might not have had that power if the media didn't help tell her story. True. So, um, all right, we can wrap up. Um, it seems like Very storms well. are on the way and, and follow more of this Norm, Norm McDonald thing, uh, which is sad stuff. So, yeah, that's too bad. All right, I Breaking will. Uh, news. I'll text you later and let's see if uh, one, I get kicked off of TikTok, or two, anybody sends nudes. <laughs> let's take bets. Okay. <laughs> right. Bye. Bye.